Hello and welcome back to The Steph Gorton Show. I am talking about a topic today that I love and actually forms the basis of why I named my program what I did. My program is called The Purpose and Profit Mastermind. And so the topic of today is really going to be around how to make more profit in 2023 because this is something that I see a lot. I see a lot of business owners and I get a lot of DMs about this. A lot of business owners freak out once they get to a certain point in their business because they aren't really measuring their money in, money out. And all of a sudden, you know, as they grow and scale, they're making more money than they ever thought they would make before. And then all of a sudden, they're like, dude, where's my profit, right? <laughs> this might be something that you have been through before, especially around tax time. I find that it tends to happen is that women, you know, all of a sudden get this big fat tax bill that they kind of knew was coming, but weren't expecting. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, but I just paid my entire tax bill. And that was all of the profit that I've made in my business this year. So, and therefore also that was not profit. Okay. So we're going to start with the very basics. There are only four ways to make profit, okay? And what I'm going to be sharing with you today is the exact process that I undergo every single year to double check my profit margins to make sure that I'm, you know, going to be able to survive, um, to make sure that, you know, everything is very healthy and that, you know, after everything comes out, including tax, including GST, including superannuation, everything, once everything comes out, I still want to make sure that I'm making bank because you didn't get into business to work your ass off. And let's be honest, you're working your ass off if you're in business to not take home a pretty penny. Okay. So I'm going to show you exactly the behind the scenes of how I plan on and check on making profit every single year. But we start off with the fact there are only four ways to make profit. So the first one is to increase prices, of course. The second one is to lower overheads. So lower the cost of the outs that are going out. The third one is to sell more to current clients. So, you know, solve more problems, be able to upsell them into more things, retain them for longer. Those sorts of things will really help. And then last but not least, add a new revenue stream. Okay. The reason the Avenue Revenue Stream is last is because it's not my first recommendation for you. <laughs> it's literally my last recommendation. If you need to make more profit, please do sections one through three before you add a revenue stream, okay? So the reason being that like a lot of people go to add a new revenue stream because they want to make money. The problem with just going and chucking on a new revenue stream is that, you know, to get a new revenue stream off the ground, you really need to think of it like a secondary business. And it's going to take a lot of time, energy, and effort. And yes, it might be exciting. I know that you're excited about the fact of potentially having a new revenue stream. But the reality is that getting that thing off the ground is going to be like getting a new business off the ground. It's going to require your time, your energy, your focus, your attention. It's going to be marketing a new audience. It's going to be, you know, messy because you have never done it before. It's going to be hard because, you know, you're probably going to have to upskill and train yourself in it along the way. And so, adding a new revenue stream is great and is a credible way to make money additional money and additional profit if your first revenue stream is systemized, it's working, it's easy, it's easeful, and you know exactly what you're doing and it works really without needing you. If that's the case, then yeah, go ahead and add a second revenue stream. But if that's not the case, then please do one of the other three. So increase your prices, lower your overheads, or sell more to current clients before you add another revenue stream, okay? So 
Here are my start of year activities for profit growth. This is the things that I do, and it's broken down into four sections. They're pretty meaty, so hang it with me. But if you want to know how a million-dollar business turns around and makes a shit ton of profit, our profit margin sits yearly between 30 to 50%. After everything else is already paid out, let me explain to you exactly what this looks like for us in our business. So, one, we review the cost of delivering our service, okay? So, Obviously, throughout the course of a year, things will change. First of all, prices go up. I don't know if you guys are using all the same systems that I'm using, like Calendly, like Zoom. Maybe you're using Acuity. We're using ActiveCampaign, ClickFunnels, Kajabi. All of these systems are priced in US dollars. And I don't know if you've noticed lately, but the US dollar is pretty out of control. So that means that the cost of doing business has literally gone up because, you know, things that were costing us maybe 100 US dollars per month, and that may have been equivalent to 128 AUD are now like 190 AUD. So literally for no other reason other than just the economy, my outgoings are steadily increasing because I use so many US-based companies, right? So things change, prices go up. You'll do things like you'll add more team members. Of course, as you grow, as you scale, you're going to add more team members. So obviously the cost of adding those team members is going to be factored in. Your hourly rate should also be increasing year on year. Like you're getting more skilled, you're growing your own skills, you're developing your own skills, I hope. And if you're not, then you should definitely join our mastermind. I'm joking. But your hourly rate is probably increasing year on year as well. So with all those things, like the cost of delivering the same service, so we've been running our Purpose and Profit Mastermind for two and a half years. And when it first started, the cost of delivering it was quite low because it was just me. I ran every session. I ran every one-to-one. I did every group coaching session. Now we have multiple coaches, expert people in our mastermind. We have operations and managers. We've scaled up so much that we have you know, virtual assistants. And so because of that, the cost of delivering the exact same service has changed. Okay. So year on year, it is likely that it's going to cost you more to deliver the same service. Okay. And so it's so important to review this each year. So the way that we do it is reviewing exactly how much it costs us to deliver the service. Obviously I run a coaching program. So the way that we break this down is what's the cost of onboarding that client? And the things that we factor in are my hours. So my hours at my hourly rate. So for example, we do an onboarding call. So that's one hour of my time divided by the average amount of people that we have on a welcome call, right? My team's time. So we have, you know, people who do pre-qualifying. We have people who do our sales calls. We have people who do our onboarding. So really factoring in, okay, that takes them an hour and it costs this much money. Factoring in exactly how much it costs, including like we do a welcome gift. So the price of that welcome gift. And then we take everything else on an average of six months for my mastermind. So how many group calls do people typically attend? We do an average. How many one-to-ones do they get? How many people show up to each live workshop? How much does it cost us to run a live workshop? All of those sorts of things get factored in over the course of a six-month period until we come out with a cost price. So based on all of the hours we put in, all of the guest presenters, all of the gifting, all of the time, This is how much it actually costs us to deliver this service to our clients. Now we have our cost price. Then we need to add tax and GST because obviously those things are going to come into it. So really making sure that we're adding that 30% on. And then you really want to do that for the whole way through your process. So obviously that's for us for a course, but you really want to follow the customer journey. So right from the minute they inquire all the way through to the moment they offboard with you, how much does it cost you to deliver that service in terms of hours, admin time, all the things? And I really want you to factor in, if you have 
team members. A lot of the time we do this on like best case scenario. So for example, if you're a graphic designer and you know, on average, it takes you five hours to do a job. Let's say that you get a really tricky one or a really hard client and it takes you 10 hours. You want to base it off of your kind of high to worst case scenario so that you're not ever undercutting yourself. Okay. So we don't want to do it off best case. We almost want to balance it mostly on worst case scenario. Okay. And then just really making sure that you had those unexpected hours in. So any of those unexpected things, any of those, and even like the little moments of time, like how much time do I spend emailing clients per week? How much time do I spend on WhatsApp per week with my clients or on Zoom or on wherever you're texting, emailing, whatever that looks like. So really making sure you're factoring all of that in. Once I know my cost price, how much it's actually costing me to deliver my service, I then check how much we're charging and I have a look at our profit margins. So like I said, you've got to look at adding tax and GST as well, just to make sure you're fully covered. But then I look at how much we're charging and check our profit margins. There's no right or wrong with profit margins. There's no amount of money that you should be making. There's like industry standards, like in fitness, it's three to five percent. In the online world, it can be quite a lot more. You know, you can have businesses that are making 70, 80 percent profit. It's quite insane how much profit people can make if you run an online business. But one thing I do see people do is get and business owners do is get really complacent when they start making a lot of money. So you might start making, you know, bringing in like a hundred thousand dollars a month. But if you're not checking your profit margins, you can very, very easily be like, oh, I'll add this person and I'm making so much money. I'll add this team member in. I'll start getting nicer gifts. I'll start, you know, sending out extra stuff to my clients. And that's all beautiful, but you have to reflect on your costs year on year to make sure that you're leaving yourself with money in the bank at the end of it. Okay. So number one is review the cost of your service. Number two is to check how much you're charging and then make sure your profit margins are where you'd like them to be. And then remember to add tax and GST into that. The next thing I do is after I've done that, I'll go through and I will do an 80-20 review of all of our team's roles, processes, and day-to-day tasks. So what I mean by an 80-20 is really about doing 20% of what we do makes us 80% of our income, right? So if 20% of what we do makes us 80% of our income, then 80% of what we do is basically irrelevant, right? So we go through and we look at, is this really helping us with our critical success factors? So if you haven't listened to one of my podcasts where I talk about critical success factors, definitely go back and have a listen. But you know, is this really helping us with our client delivery? Is this making our clients happy? Is this making sure that we are, you know, delivering a high value service? Is this helping our bottom line? And if it's not helping those things, then it probably needs to go. It's probably fluff. All right. So this first section where I was talking about reviewing the cost of delivering your service and then checking how much you're charging and checking your profit margins, that's really all about increasing your prices. So that's about reflecting and reviewing how much you need to increase your prices by in order to make sure that you're hitting your ideal profit margin and And you're able to pay your tax and GST at the end of the year and reviewing that based on how much you're charging for your program, right? Or your offer. Number two, so, you know, like I said, doing that 80-20 review of all of your team's roles, processes, and day-to-day activities, this is really about lowering your overheads, okay? And when I look at this 80-20, I really look at every single task, every single process, and every single role, and I go, is this a need to have or is this a nice to have? does my business need this to function or is this something that is just a nice to have? And if it's a nice to have, like, is this 110% necessary? Okay. 
Does it benefit, like I said, our critical success factors? So I know that in order for our business to be running successfully, we need to have marketing, we need to have sales, we need to have incredible customer support and service and delivery and get our clients results and our team needs to be happy. Okay. So as those four very major things, if the tasks or the roles or the processes are not helping one of those four things, they probably need to go. Okay. So I always do a review of this every single year. What needs to go? What can we simplify? Okay. And what can be automated? So what tasks are we doing on repeat over and over and over again and yet paying somebody to do the same task on repeat? If something is being repeated over and over again, you shouldn't be paying somebody to do it. It should be automated. Okay. So can it be simplified? Can it be automated? So in order to get your like lower your overheads as a way of increasing your profit margin, do an 80-20 review, check in, is this a need to have or a nice to have? Does this actually factor into our critical success factors? And then can this be simplified or can it be automated? And if it can be, then please do it. The third way that you can make more profit in 2023 is to sell more to your current clients. So the way that I do this is I write a list of opportunities. So what other problems do our clients have that we aren't solving? So we know that we're a business coaching program for our clients. We know that we help them with day-to-day support. We know that we give them 90-day strategy calls to get them, you know, a game plan to get them really on track. We know that we have accountability. We know that we have, you know, a lot of email support. We also know that we're an education platform. We're teaching people new skills. So we know that we're solving all of those problems, but what are some other problems that our clients have that we aren't solving? So our clients have, you know, for example, copywriting, they need VAs, they might need social media management. They might be doing launches and need back-end launch setup. So there's a lot of other problems that our clients have that we're not currently solving. So what I do is I'll write a list of all of those other problems that we're not currently solving. And then I write a little, it's basically a little table and I write you know, out of those, which ones am I interested in? Which ones can I solve? So which ones am I good at? Like, for example, we're really good at copywriting here, so I can solve that. But do I want to? It doesn't bring me any joy. So no. Okay. So I can do it, but I don't want to. All right. And then out of the ones that I kind of am interested in, and like we just recently launched a new program called the Million Dollar Instagram Marketing Machine. I was really interested in teaching people more about the very in-depth details of how we make all of our money on Instagram. And so for me, I was like, I'm really interested in solving that problem for people. So whether they're in our mastermind or not, I want them to know how to utilize Instagram to make money. Okay. And so you know, we started developing it. Okay. So then we did our research. Well, what would the cost of delivery be of that second offer? What would that cost of delivery be? And so when you're looking at figuring out what that cost of delivery is for this, you know, new problem that you're thinking about solving, you need to factor in the hours that you spend finding and training team members. So for example, if you're a social media manager and you think that you might want to add in, you know, Facebook ads, or you think that you might want to add in a course or a membership, then make sure that you include the hours spent finding and training your team members as part of your cost. So figuring out how much it's going to cost you to do that. Um, The cost of the additional team members hours, if you're planning on outsourcing this, how many hours are they going to spend per week? And again, you really want to factor it on worst case scenario, not best case. Okay. And then what additional systems or equipment would you need? And in terms of picking your price point for this, there's a few things that you need to do. One, check the market research on the price. What is everyone else charging? And then where do you want to sit in alignment within that market? How much profit would you like to be making? So if this is really designed to add profit 
to your business, then how much more profit are you trying to make from it? And can you make that profit with the cost of that delivery? So figuring out the cost of delivery, figuring out how much profit you want to make, and then figuring out if you can actually make that profit after tax, after GST, after you've paid everything out, after you've onboarded and trained the staff member, can you even make it? Is this even going to be the thing that actually helps you increase your profit margin? Or is it just going to take away from your profit margin, your energy levels? You're distracting away from your current revenue stream, which means that you're probably going to drop the ball a little bit over there. You have to know that it's going to work. So really do your research before going, hey, I think I might just start a course, putting everything into it, it going nowhere, it not making you any of the money that you thought it was going to make because you never really did hardcore research on it. Okay. And then figuring out which option out of all of those options is going to be the easiest to scale and is going to add the most profit to the business. So have a look at all of those problems that you can solve. Have a look at how much it's going to cost you to actually solve that problem, including finding and training team, cost of team member hours, additional systems and equipment. Do some market research on the price, figure out how much you can charge for it. Check the profit margin then. So if I charge this and it's going to cost me this, then this is going to be my profit margin. And then have a look at which one you actually want to scale from that. Okay. That's how you're going to figure out, you know, more problems that you want to solve or potentially new revenue streams that you want to add. So these are the three things that I do every single year. Okay. These are the three things that I do every single year to make sure that the following year, and I'll sit down in December and I'll do this. I'll have a look at, okay, how much we're going to be increasing our prices by? What's the cost of our current delivery? And, you know, how much we want our profit margin to be for the next 12 months. And then I might increase our prices. Or I might look at, okay, how can we lower our overheads? So I might look at an 80-20 review of all of our team's roles and processes. Is this a need to have or a nice to have? Can it be simplified? Can it be automated? And then last but not least, if I'm thinking about adding another revenue stream in, I will look at the list of opportunities that are in front of me, the things that I can do, the things that I'm interested in, how much it's going to cost, the market research on the price, check the profit margin, and then have a little look at out of all of those options, which is going to be the easiest to scale and is going to add the most profit to the business. So guys, if you've got nothing else from today, like just know your numbers. That is what I would implore you and beg you to do. Please sit down between now and 2023 and make time to review your profit margins for 2023. Like I said, I have so many entrepreneurs and business owners that reach out to me and freak out because as they scale, they haven't done a regular review of money in versus money out. And they end up at the end of tax time with no money left in their pockets and sometimes even dipping into their savings to pay for their business. And that is not why you created this business. You created this business because you're happy to work hard. You love what you do, but you deserve to get paid for it. And so it's so important that you take control of your money and take the time to take control of your money because it is the best practice you will ever do. If you love this episode, I would love it if you would take a screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me at Steph Gordon underscore underscore. I love to see what your biggest takeaways are. It means the world to me to know which episodes you're loving, which episodes you want more of. Do you want more money chat? What do you want from me? Drop into my DMs. Let me know. I'll be so happy to curate an episode for you. But guys, my million dollar Instagram marketing course is also now available for purchase. So I spoke about it a little bit in this episode. This is the exact strategies I have used to not only double my following and grow my audience in the last 18 months, but also to increase my own revenue, the company's revenue by over 580% in less than 12 months. We went from making 120 grand a year to 120 grand a month in 12 months using Instagram as our number one platform. And 
I'm showing you exactly how we've done it. So check it out in the show notes below. For our podcast episode listeners, it is only $497. So take advantage of that ASAP. But guys, I love you. I hope that you're having the best week and I'll see you next week. Babe, thank you for tuning into today's episode. It means the absolute world to have you here with me. If you want more, head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources, along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz. 